How's it going, everybody? And welcome to Just Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. Woo! If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. If this video gets 3,000 likes, we'll give away one of these. Oh, I set the bar too low, huh? Yeah, that's, that's low. All right, screw it. We're going to go with <laughs> I said it. I can't retract it. So 3,000 likes. We'll give away a hot toy. It could be like this. It could be like Deadpool. That's one of the best hot toys, I feel. Yeah, they discontinued. I don't think they make them anymore. Yeah. Especially so. that Deadpool. Yeah, this is from Deadpool 1. Yeah. So if you want the Deadpool 1 hot toy, I don't know if I could give this one up. <laughs> That's a good but, one, man. But I guess, I guess we would have to if I, I said it already. So also, comment what you guys want us to talk about next week. As you see throughout this video, we use you guys' suggestions from last <laughs> week, and we're talking about it this week. So make sure you comment for next week, and let's get into the podcast. Let's get into it. Okay, so this part of the podcast is called What If. It's the what segment if? called What If. I like that name. What if all your friends, everyone you know, right, everyone okay. you have close to you that's not your family, uh -huh. is actually a detective or secret spy no. trying, to, okay. trying to get information about you, right? And there's a saying, right? Uh -huh. Friends come and go. So what if when the friend leaves and you guys become distant, it's because he or she got the information they needed oh and they, re my. they reported no, back to no, the agency no, no, no. and they're not your friend anymore. Oh my, no. We're not doing that one. No, but think oh about it. Oh my god. I don't even want to think like that. Wait, why? Because that's so bad. You're not even You're not even letting the game. We're not, you're not even playing. <laughs> that one's scary. That's scary. That's why. That's so scary. Yeah. Because when you think about it, someone that becomes super obsessed with you, like as friends do, right? You want to like be supportive of your friend. So, like, right. naturally, it would be a good angle to become a... If you're a spy and you wanted to get information, you would just become the person's friend. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. It makes sense, but that's really scary. Think about... Especially because the whole friends come and go thing. Yeah. Think about, too, like, in ever, like whenever you watch, like a, like, a detective show or, like, a spy, undercover spy show. Yeah. And it, it involves kids, like, a kid agent, like Cody uh -huh. Banks, always be friends. You know oh the person God. to get the information. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that one's freaky. Okay, the next one. What if you're actually the only person on Earth living, right? What? And everything around you, me, people, your friends, uh -huh. is all just your imagination to make, your, make yourself feel less lonely. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What is, we're starting this podcast on something, something like, this is like some mind-bending stuff. Because I guess for people, right, like for us, whoever, that... It applies to everyone because how would you know? I could tell you right now, like, no, I'm actually here. But that could just be you thinking, thinking. that you're telling me that. Right. Just to make myself feel better. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like your reactions are just, oh. Because these are freaky. <laughs> they are really weird. Because it makes you question things that you, would, you just take for granted, right? You just live your life. Yeah, and that first one really messed me up, man. <laughs> I'm think, thinking about, like, all my best friends. I feel like it's more so for people that have like maybe one best friend. You have like multiple. Yeah, but I've Unless also they're all. But I've also lost a lot of friends, you know. Yeah. Over like time, so maybe they just got the information they needed. I guess so. <laughs> okay, so what if like whenever you know like how we all experience this, where you think you hear your name, someone's calling your name, and you like look around, you're like, there's no one, no uh -huh. one's here. Yeah, 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 that happens to me all the time. So what if? It's actually a friend or family member trying to call your name to wake you up from a coma. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know what you mean. It's like the, you think someone is just calling your name, but no one's calling your name at all. Yeah. It's like when you feel like your phone vibrating, but there's actually, 
there's nothing. Oh my gosh. So it's someone like saying like Daniel, Daniel. Yeah, and this is all a dream. And you're like looking around like what? Oh my gosh. So this could all just be a dream and I'm in a coma. And yeah. whenever I hear someone calling my name and no one's actually calling my name, it's actually like you just trying to wake me up in my coma. Right. Oh my god. Okay, so this last one, it's very emotional because I feel like this is real. Like this is what kindness can do and like being like a good person. Oh boy. What if someone today you were nice to uh-huh. and you actually saved them from like harming themselves or like offing themselves? Oh yeah. And you saved them from because you were just being nice. Like you're just nice. Yeah. And you could like shift their mindset. That's like a really good reminder, right? Yeah. That you should always like do your best to just be nice to people. Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything. Like, yeah, because you also don't know, like just like you're, like you're saying, right? Anybody you just meet randomly or like say someone drops something and you pick it up for them, right? It's like little things like that could really have an effect on a person's life. Yeah, so always do your best to be kind. Like you don't know what people are going through. Wow. Like yeah. we all think we have stuff going on, but there's people that have it way worse, right? Like. You, you can look at someone that looks totally normal, but yeah. they're, like, hurting so bad inside. Right. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah. So I'll end it with that, the what if segment, and we'll wow. move on to the next part. Let's hope, you know, we, it gets happier. <laughs> <laughs> on to you. Go ahead. So I think we need to start with some Marvel news. Okay. okay. Marvel news. So apparently Marvel is searching out for some heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. Marvel actors. Big actors. For Secret Wars. Okay. I now mean, they're saying, like, Toby Maguire, Hugh Jackman level. Yeah. Heavy hitter. It makes sense. I mean, I feel like this news isn't like crazy new. We we all we've been talking about like how there was even rumors that the whole like they're gonna try to bring the whole Fox universe. Every right. every hero that's been around for Marvel, he, they're gonna have him in this movie. Yeah. So speaking of bringing people back though, uh huh. There's a big rumor going around that the original Reed Richards and Sue Storm will be in Deadpool three. Really? Yeah. I, I, but I do feel like we talked about this, right? Like how the Fox universe is going to be in Deadpool. Right, but now that rumor is like kind of getting around a lot. Is Chris Evans coming back as the Human Torch? Some are saying that. I mean, I heard he did say that he wants to come back as the Human Torch and try to close out the Human Torch's story. Right. Because it was very, I mean... Short-lived. Yeah. <laughs> two movies. Yeah. And I guess from Daniel RPK... Uh-huh. Right, he's he's a very he's been a credible source over the years. Yeah, and apparently the Kang Dynasty, right? The story of the Kang Dynasty will end with Kang, the same Kang from Quantum Mania. That Kang will be conquering a bunch of different worlds at the end of Kang Dynasty, and it'll lead into Secret Wars, where the remaining Avengers will have to search the multiverse to find heroes to help them defeat Kang. It's kind of like what I said in the other podcast about like how I was kind of like predicting how it would go. Right. And now this is the rumor. That's the rumor. So hopefully it comes true. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for King Dynasty, super excited for Secret Wars. I think there's a lot of, like, potential because obviously Kevin Feige really wants to outdo Endgame. Yeah. Which is a very difficult task to do because obviously Endgame was such such a well-done movie, but it had this whole, like, this whole idea of the saga of movies leading up to Endgame, right? So right. there's, like, a lot of buildup a lot of like us as fans just like every little building block right we're piecing this together for this big finale yeah and i don't think marvel has really had the chance to really do that for this next one yet yeah so 
I agree. I don't know when that will be. Is it going to be 2024? Is that coming out? 2024, I believe so. And then you got you got to look at like the Infinity Saga and like all the like just everything in general, right? Yeah. Like leading up to Endgame, there was like a solid 10 years of movies. Right, like, right, movies, right. It was just like this whole thing. And for them to try to do like something bigger than Endgame in like two years mm -hmm. worth of storytelling, I just feel like that's so hard to do. Yeah. I mean, Iron Man came out in 2008. Yeah. And then we got Endgame in 2018. Something like that. Yeah. I know that it was like a 10 year. Right. But if this rumor is true, right? If it's the same Kang from Quantumania, could that support the theory that Ant Man's not going to make it out? Yes. I, I do feel like when I did say that theory about Ant Man dying, yeah. I do feel that after like reflecting on it and thinking about it, it is hard to say if they would kill him off because I do think you do want to have him probably for King Dynasty. Right. I think what would be really interesting to see is Scott Lang like have some kind of issue with Kang in the Quantumania. Mm -hmm. And then Scott Lang having to come back at the end at King Dynasty to have to like rework whatever he did wrong in Quantumania. Oh. So he has his like ongoing like conflict with Kang and he wants to you know, fix his mistake because right, maybe right. Scott will make a mistake in Quantumania where he's going to release Kang, something like that. Yeah, because I guess in Quantumania, the reason Kang wants Scott Lang's help is because he's stuck in the quantum realm. I think I saw that on Twitter. It sure seems like it could be like that. Yeah, because you see how Kang's like looks like he wants Scott's help. Right. Why does he need Ant-Man's help? The guy's like Kang, you know, I know. So there's something that's keeping him stuck. I yeah. guess we'll just have to see. Okay, enough Marvel news. Let's move on to this. So yesterday we saw Avatar The Way of the Water, which was an amazing film. Oof. We have restrictions on what we can say in terms of like giving a review, but we're allowed to give our reaction. So and our reaction was that it was really good. Yeah, it's a very good movie. I do feel like if you like the first Avatar, you will definitely like the second one. Mm -hmm. It's way more emotional way more action and just an overall powerful i don't know it's like a very powerful story yeah the movie is three hours and 12 minutes but it was like it's the way james cameron told the story it picks it goes quick and it just like hits in the right spots oh 100 percent. i feel like we have to be kind of vague on like what we say because i don't want to yeah. spoil anything definitely can't give away anything yeah the storyline, no one knows about. Like The trailers don't really tell you what it's about. You'll be surprised. There's some surprises. If you like the movie, the first one, you'll like the second one. I think the second one's better than the first. Yeah. Enough said. Enough said. Just go watch it. Trust us. It's really good. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to move on to the segment of Versus. Versus. And this week, we're doing animated slash cartoon characters. Okay. So the first one, Shrek versus Sully. Shrek versus Sully. Both are big. Yes. Both are strong. Yep. Both can kill. Can kill. And I imagine both have bad breath. That's a very valid point. Let's see here. Okay. Shrek. I can't envision him being as big as Sully. I feel like he's not. Yeah, I don't feel like he is either. Sully, if we... Okay. I'm going to get really scientific on this. Okay, let's, let's hear it. Let's and hear I could look yeah, really yeah. stupid. I want to say the average door... Uh-huh. Is what seven feet tall? I yeah. Okay, we know that Sully has to duck 
to open doors. Am that I right? True. That's true. You're right? right. You're right. So if we assume that he's ducking uh-huh. and the door is seven feet tall, he's like, we're looking at like eight or nine feet. Right. right. Eight okay. Feet, yeah. Eight feet. That's valid. Yeah. All right. Oh, look at that. What you <laughs> All right. Then we look at Shrek. Okay. Shrek is tall. Uh-huh. But our measurements are tough to gauge his height. Okay. Yeah. But if we compare him to Pinocchio and Donkey, right? He's probably like six foot. Hmm. Are you thinking we're short? Is he shorter? I would argue a little bit taller. Really? Yeah. Because when you look at him standing next to like regular people, yeah, he seems quite a bit taller than them. Okay. And let's get even more scientific. We we assume the average American height mm-hmm. is five nine five eight. Sure. Yeah. I, that's a that's a safe. Okay, so how much taller do you think he is compared to the average person in the movie? I would say he's at least a foot taller. Okay, so we'll say give him seven feet. Yeah. So Sully's got him by a foot. Right. Sully also has sharp teeth. Shrek does not. Mm -hmm. Sully has a tail that he can, you know, like weed whacker him with. (laughs) Shrek does not. You're right. Shrek does eat a lot of onions and has really probably bad onion breath. Okay. So when they both scream at each other, Sully probably doesn't have much to, like, hurt him with. Okay. Shrek could hit him with the onion breath. Now, is that, like, a fighting tactic? You got to figure once Sully gets that whiff of onion, he's going to be like, ugh. Right? So he uh, kind of, like, <laughs> flinches a little bit. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so when he flinches a little bit, his guard is down because he's flinching. Okay. Shrek goes in for the attack, hits him a couple times, right? Uh-huh. But Sully's like, nah, not today. He uses that tail, weed whackers him, like whacks him. Okay. He's on the ground, right? So, you, But Shrek doesn't know that the tail is still active. Hits him. And I, I, I got to give it to Sully. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that was very in-depth. Well, think about it, right? <laughs> I think we thought about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move on. I, comment if you agree. I think it's Sully, though. Okay, okay. So Daffy Duck? Okay. Or Donald Duck? Oh, Daffy Duck or Donald Duck? Both are kind of grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Not that has anything to do with it. Okay, let's just, let's just figure this out. I've seen Daffy Duck use more weapons than I've seen Donald Duck, so I think Daffy Duck, he's more of like a PG audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Duck's more of like the G audience. Oh, I like that right? answer, yeah. General. Right. Whatever that G stands for. PG allows him to pull up some, you know, big hammers, you know, right. squash some people, so I oh. think we give it to... Daffy Duck. That was a good answer. I try my best. Okay, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. I figured. (laughs) (laughs) I guess there's only one Stitch. Or Pikachu. (laughs) Pikachu. Yeah. I mean, Pikachu by a mile, right? Because Pikachu, he don't got to be, like, right next to you. He could shock you. Send you, like, you know, some lightning bolts at you. Yeah. Okay. Scooby-Doo or Snoopy? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Snoopy... I'm sorry, but, you know, I feel like Snoopy might have a dark side. Oh, really? I don't know why. He's a sleeper, huh? He's a sleeper. Okay. Okay. Let's think about this a little harder. Yeah, think about this, right? Scooby-Doo doesn't like to fight. You're right. He likes to run. We do know that Snoopy, he's, like, very methodical. Like, you could tell, like, he's he's a thinker. Yeah. He doesn't react. He's more of, like, a planner. Right. So, I guess maybe Snoopy would make a trap where he puts a bunch of, like, Scooby snacks somewhere. (laughs) And then drops a bomb on him or something, you know? Yeah. I think Snoopy. You're right. Snoopy would win. Okay. Cartman from South Park. Okay. Or Stewie Griffin. Oh, God. Both are smart in their own way. I know my answer to this. 
It's Stewie. Yeah. Stewie Griffin would whip him. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. In my opinion, easy. I feel like Stewie Griffin, I would boldly say this. I think Stewie Griffin can beat a lot of heroes, like Marvel heroes. Oh. Is that wow, say? that's Is a that bold one. I just think that Stewie, if you just look at like the abilities he has in terms of his brain, yeah, he could do some damage. That's true. Okay, on to the next one. Garfield or Scooby-Doo? Garfield or Scooby-Doo. Now, you see, both of them are kind of harmless in a sense. Yeah. So who would win if they were put up face-to-face? So obviously, both aren't very confrontational. Both don't want to fight. Right. The common commonalities is both of them like food, right? True. Garfield, what does he like? He has his lasagna. lasagna. Yeah. Scooby likes Scooby snacks. Yeah. So maybe they'll just like have like a competition over who gets to eat throughout the house, right? <laughs> and they're they're like figuring out who's gonna eat everything, and then they one person eats all of the food. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and the other one just starves to death. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean though? <laughs> So maybe there's no fighting. It's just like who who gets to the food first? <laughs> what am I saying? Oh man, I give it a Scooby Doo. You know why? Why? Because Scooby Doo is bigger. <laughs> I mean, Garfield's really lazy, right? He's probably not gonna do much. Yeah. So Scooby Doo, I think too. And I like dogs better than cats. So okay, Popeye. Yeah. Or Johnny Bravo. Popeye for the culture. Yeah. You give that guy some spinach, you're done. Yeah, I mean, his whole thing is, right? Like, you give him spinach, the guy becomes Superman. So, right. Popeye. Okay, Cosmo and Wanda versus the Aladdin genie. Oh, so it's a 2v1. 2v1. Now, the Aladdin genie could summon multiple genies, can't he? Yeah, he can, like, like, he can make multiple of himself. So in that case, I think you got to give it to the genie. Yeah. I thought this one was a little bit more of a debate, but... I think the genie does. Okay, take it. Well, okay, let's back up here. If you think about it this way, Cosmo and Wanda, they can make independent like things happen, right? They can use their magic independently. Mm-hmm. Whereas the genie is only one person, right? Right. So he has to think of what he wants. Whereas Cosmo can think of one thing, and Wanda can think of one thing. Mm-hmm. Send some kind of attack at him, and technically they would win. You know, the genie is very powerful when it comes to like magic and stuff. Both of them are really powerful, right? It doesn't, come, it doesn't come down to, like, size. Yeah. So I think it comes down to numbers, and I think Cosmo and Wanda would win. Comment if you agree or disagree. Yeah. That's a tough one. But based on, like, I think three people with equivalent powers, you would give it to the, the team that has two true. versus one. That is true. It's valid. That's a valid reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Okay. Or Dexter Dr. from Dexter's Dexter. Laboratory. That's tough, but I feel like... I don't know. I, I feel like Dexter's done more damage than Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Doofenshmirtz just doesn't have the brains. Yeah. You know, like he has the brains to make the invention, but he doesn't have the brains to follow through. Right. Yeah. Perry always beats him. Yeah. He's getting beat by a platypus. <laughs> Dexter, you have my vote. You win. Okay. So on to the last one. Perry the platypus. Oh, okay. Or Puss in Boots. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Puss in Boots has nine lives. That is true. And he has a sword. He has a sword. Perry the Platypus, not looking too hot right he's now. Got a, he's got a tail. He's got a tail. He could, he could whack him. As there. we know, Sully has a tail, too, and he utilized his <laughs> tail to beat Shrek. I just feel like uh, Puss in Boots would probably win. Yeah. 
I he's mean, got. I feel like Poos and Boots has more experience. Yeah, yeah. The guy has nine lives. Exactly. So if he, he if he loses, he'll just come back. Exactly, and he probably learns from his mistakes. Yeah. So you start yeah. Poos and Boots. Poos and Boots takes the cake. And thank you for watching Versus. This next segment is crazy news. Okay, so there was this thing I saw this video about this girl. Her name is Janie. Okay, and Janie. And what she her dad did was. When she turned 11 years old, uh-huh. he like took her to Baskin Robbins. He recorded her on her birthday, right? Okay. And what he did was like he had her say like her age and it's her birthday, uh-huh. and he did that every every year on her birthday, like in up to her 20s. What? So you see how this girl like grows up? Uh huh. Like every every video, like every clip is like her on her birthday saying the same thing. Wow. But you just see like the progression of like how. She changes, right? Yeah. And, like, how her hair, like, changes and, like, just how her voice changes. Right. And it's just so cool to, like, see, like, someone document that, you know? Gosh. I kind of wish we did something like that. I know. I just think that's such a cool idea. Like, I wish – that's why I'm talking about it right now. Like, people should try this. If if you're, like, 10 years old, dude, just do it. Just start now. I know. That's – because that would be so cool to look back on. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, 25, 30 years old, you have, like, this awesome video of, like, this whole, like – every year thing you know yeah try to like replicate the same spot you're in and then just try to record it dude that's cool it is really cool i hope she should continue it yeah you i don't have to you should you make it that far i don't see why you would stop yeah. but i almost feel like she stopped oh uh, or maybe she's like waiting to build it up again maybe right, when she right. turns 40 she'll release the next one gosh i really wish we did something like that now i know that would be really cool to like have there it reminds me of that movie boyhood remember like how it, Oh, yeah, the yeah, kid Growing up. Okay, so moving on. There is this turtle that just turned 190 years old and has the Guinness World Record for the oldest turtle to ever live. 190 years old. 190 years. So I just, like, started thinking. I was like, dude, could you imagine what that turtle has lived through? Like, yeah. how much the world has changed in 190 years? Wait, so it's just this it's one turtle has been alive for 190 years. Yeah. That is crazy. I mean, he lived through all the different, like, world wars. Yeah. He saw, like, society change and right. just, like, all the progression and just, like, everything about culture and everything. But it's just so weird to think about how, what do turtles have in them to live that long? Yeah. Like, 190 years? It just really baffles me because when you think about it, there isn't really any animal or insect out there, right, that really can shock people about their lifespan. Right. And it's just, I, I really am shocked. Like, what makes a turtle have that ability to live 190 years? He's almost two centuries old. Yeah. Does it have a name? I forgot it. Oh. But, but it has a name. It, oh, yeah. It's in the, it's in the record books. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah. just turtle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is it, like, a massive turtle? Like, is it, like, huge? It's a bigger turtle. Oh, it's, it's like a land, like, tortoise? Yeah. Oh. I, yeah, it's a tortoise. Okay. So, did you hear about this teacher? So, this teacher resigned from her job from teaching because uh-huh. some of her students found her OnlyFans. No. Am I allowed to talk about OnlyFans on here? I don't know. I hope YouTube doesn't uh, take that down. I'm not Wait. promoting it. I'm not promoting I'm just reporting the news. Hang on. What grade teacher was she? She was, a, I don't know, I forgot what grade she was, but uh-huh. she's a physics teacher and she just said, I need to do what I got to do for my family. She makes fifty to $60,000 a year Oh my God. off of her, you know, Adult right things yeah, I mean <laughs> physics that's high school yeah so she's a high school teacher, 
her students like were Googling her and found her. Wow. Yeah. And she resigned? She resigned. I guess, I don't know. I feel like the school, I, I don't know why she resigned. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, whatever, yeah. Also, so, did you know, like, how Elon Musk caught one of his, like, employees at Tesla leaking information to, like, the media? Wait, what? So, this guy, I guess one of his employees was leaking a bunch of, like, Tesla secrets uh-huh. to the media. And Elon Musk was like, how is all this data and all these, like, all this information getting out to the public? Right. And they started thinking about, it, was like, there's someone within the company that is, like, sabotaging them yeah yeah yeah. what he did was he wrote like all these different memos right so he had like thousands of memos and he like released like fake secret information oh right because he knew like if he sends secret information Uh people will probably leak it yeah so to catch the person that's leaking it he decided to make each memo written a different way so like the punctuation, uh-huh. he would have like multiple spaces, like in between uh-huh. words, like randomly he'll be like, okay, let's hit the space bar twice here. Like have a little bit, like two extra spaces. Right. And he was able to document each memo like, okay, Daniel gets two spaces after this word. So-and-so gets two spaces after this word. So he changed oh. the spacing on all the different memos so he can keep track of who has it. Oh. Right. So what happened was when the guy leaked it, right, uh-huh. the leaker. Yeah. He just copied and pasted the memo. So then when he looked on Yahoo or wherever he was, Elon Musk was able to see, like, oh, there's two extra spaces here. So then he goes to his, like, his records, and he's like, oh, I put two extra spaces in this spot for this oh person. Oh, my gosh. So that's how they found out, like, who the leaker was. That is genius. I know, but it just seems like, dude, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, but that was one of the, like, most secretive ways to do it. Yeah. Because who would think that someone would take the time to even do that, right? So, right. Especially because out of like all the Tesla employees, right? You got to think no one's going to fess up, right? Obviously, because they want to keep their job. Yeah. So the only way to catch them is to catch them doing something like that. Yeah. I wonder like how much it costs the business to, from all the leaks, like if it hurt the business. Yeah. But Elon Musk took care of it. I don't agree with Elon Musk on a lot of things he does, but... I do feel in that area, I was like, that was pretty like smart how yeah. to find it. That was great. That's crazy. So how do you feel like you would find a leaker? If so, say if you had a company and someone was leaking your information. Uh-huh. On the spot right now, improv. Think Gosh. of a way to find the leaker. To find the leaker. Wow. That's a hard question. I would leak some of my like some fake information of yeah. my own company. Okay. And then I would probably ask that company, like, what other sources do you get that your information from? You would pretend to leak it to, like, a news publication. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, like, just wondering, I see you guys have some other leaks from before. Who sent you that? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not a great way to do it, but... It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. That, I, that's pretty good thinking. I mean, I had five seconds. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's so funny. So there's this fugitive, right? Uh-huh. Everyone knows what a fugitive is, right? Like, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the run. Right. So... In Georgia, there's this fugitive, and in Georgia, on their Facebook page, like, the sheriff department, uh-huh. like, has a list of, like, the most wanted people in Georgia that they're trying to find. Okay. So this guy, like, comments on the post, like, hey, like, what, if, what about me? Like, where am I? And the guy that comments this on the Facebook post, right, uh-huh. has two warrants out for his arrest. What? So then the police respond back to his comment, right? And they say, oh, thank you for letting us know. We see you do have two warrants, so we're on our way now. Are you kidding me? So then the police post an update, right? Yeah. And it's a photo of him in jail now. 
Oh and my then, gosh. And then the police respond back to the guy's initial comment and yeah. says like, thank you so much for helping us get you in jail or something like that. What is wrong with this guy? He literally snitched on himself. I know. I think the comment, like what they responded back was like, we appreciate you like helping us convict you or something like that. Wow. What a way to go. Okay, was he trying to get caught? Because that's the perfect way to get caught. I feel like I would hope that's what he was going <laughs> yeah. for. Like, hey, <laughs> come on, get me. But maybe he was like kind of like just jealous and bummed. Like, hey, why am I not on this list? I'm, I'm a dangerous person. Right. Well, I don't know. Can you imagine if that list was fake and they just did that to see if he would get mad? <laughs> I mean, I just really wonder, okay? What was going through his head when he was making that comment? Like, was he really like, dang, why am I not on this list? Like, I feel like I'm probably one of the top wanted people. Why am I not here? Yeah. Or was he like, you know what? I think it's time. I just need to get caught. Like, And this seems like a fun <laughs> way to do it. I don't know. I hope that he wanted to turn himself in. Yeah. But, dude, it sure doesn't seem like he, he wanted to turn himself in. Yeah. Just go to the police station. I mean, I wonder if when he got, like, the comment back, like, oh, thank you. We're on our way. Like, I wonder what he did. Like, was it like, I need to get out of here. Like, I need to go. Yeah, I wonder. Like, what was his initial response? Right. Because maybe he just said, okay, he's going <laughs> to sit at my computer. Yeah. Okay, so welcome back to Dumb Ways to Die, where I talk about the craziest and stupidest ways people have died. died. People have interesting minds. Okay, so the first one. This guy was playing golf. Wow. Yeah. And we all know golf is probably one of the hardest sports in the world. In the world. Yeah. And there's only probably a couple ways to die in golf. Yeah. Okay. So this guy was playing around at golf. Obviously, as many would, he was getting really angry that he was playing bad. Yeah. Only natural. People get mad at golf. Very few break their clubs, though. Right. This guy got so angry. He went up to a tree. Saw a little branch sticking out. Uh-huh. I said, I'm going to just break my club, okay? So he whacked his club against the branch. Yeah. It kind of bent around, snapped. Okay. Okay. The shaft, metal shaft now, okay? Oh, wow. It snapped, flung back at him, and punctured him. Oh, my gosh. And he bled to death. What? Yeah. Oh. He got mad and just whacked that tree. I guess in that case, the tree won. Yeah. One point tree, zero points, man. Sadly, he won't ever be able to get a rematch. Right. Okay, so the next one. This lady liked to wear, like, ridiculously long scarves. Like, ridiculous. Okay, we're talking, like, crazy. Okay, got it. So she decided to go out on a drive one day. Yeah. And it's a convertible. Okay, so there's no top, right? The (laughs) scarf is flowing. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Now, when they're driving, the scarf gets caught in the wheel of the car how's it even out there it's just it's that long that's crazy so it got caught in the tire uh-huh obviously pulled her yanked her broke her neck oh the scarf the scarf okay we're gonna go through this quick the last one okay guy was on a roller coaster now this roller coaster went upside down okay nice it went upside down stuff fell out of his pocket instead of going to the worker and telling the worker hey my stuff fell out of my pocket you need to stop the ride so i can go get it uh-huh he decided to just run out and go get it. Oh, my God. So he ran out, went to go get it. Obviously, the ride is not stopping because he didn't tell anyone. What? So the ride, the cart started coming. Oh. And it hit him. Are you serious? And that's how he dies? And that's how he dies. Did he die on impact or was it like a... I think it took like a really long time for the paramedics to come. So he died on spot. 
gosh. Dude, I can't. That's what's so weird is I can't believe like it takes a long time for the paramedics to come to like a theme park. Yeah. You think they would just be like right there. Exactly. And thank you for watching Dumb Ways to Die. All right. This podcast is just getting started. I have a crazy story this week. I brought some spooky stuff again. Oh, okay. Some spooky, scary stuff. What's scary about the spooky, scary stuff is that it's it's not like spooky, scary, like when you see a scary movie and you see like a creature on the screen or like the jump scare. These things are like scary because they feel like they are real. I mean, not like they feel they are real. Some of them are real. I mean, look at Robert the doll, man. I know that thing's in a museum and people say like all the time that they've seen Robert the doll move. Yeah. Like what? Okay, so I think we need to get into the theories really quick. We need to just get into them. Theory time. All right, theory time. So there's a crazy theory on why we have the tradition of putting gifts under the Christmas tree. I have never even questioned why we do that, and we do it every year. Yeah, so I saw a video by After School, and there's like a red and white mushroom called Amanita muscaria. And this mushroom, like a long time ago in the Arctic, people used to love this mushroom because it makes you like hallucinate and like trip out. But these mushrooms were actually super toxic. So before they consumed them, they had to hang them in trees. But since they're red and white, they literally look like Christmas ornaments in a tree. And that's why we put Christmas ornaments in our trees. Wait, what? What? Yeah, and in the area, there were, like, a bunch of, like, wild reindeers. So when people would take these mushrooms and they would, like, hallucinate, they would hallucinate that the reindeer were actually flying. And that's where we get the idea of flying reindeer. So this whole time, it's all been because of mushrooms. Yeah, but what's even crazier, people would give these mushrooms to others as, like, gifts. But these mushrooms only grew underneath trees. And since they're red and white, it literally looks like Christmas presents underneath a tree. And that's why on Christmas... We have gifts wrapped in red and white wrapping paper. It's crazy how all these traditions of Christmas were made based on a mushroom. Right? You would think nothing of it. Like, how do you go from a mushroom all the way to Christmas? I just can't believe the tradition lasted this long. Right. Based on such a toxic idea. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, the mushroom is literally, like, it's actually, like, kind of pretty looking because it's, like, red, and then it's just got, like, a bunch of white dots on it. Uh So when you literally look at it in a tree... It looks like an ornament. Okay, so moving on. We all have speculated this. We've all had this thought in our head about time travel. Do you know the time travel theory? No. So we all know how time travel is like one of the biggest mysteries, but what if I told you there's actually evidence that points to it actually working? So back in the 1990s, there was this guy named Mike Markham who actually claimed he created time travel, and he says that he has this machine inside his house that was able to do it. Okay. So apparently, like, some of his friends even said they saw it actually working. And one time when he tried to use his machine, it actually caused the whole city in his area to black out. No electricity anywhere. So a lot of news reporters were hearing about this news about this guy that has a time machine and he they wanted him to demonstrate it and they asked him like what's one thing that you would take to the past with you if you could bring it to the past and he said i would take my cell phone with me how would his phone even work in the past yeah i don't understand he expected his phone to work in the past but a couple years later in 1997 all of a sudden mike went missing all his adventures the time machine was all gone from his house but what was really weird is all of a sudden at a local news station some weird archive photos came out like from the 1930s and they found it all of a sudden and it was actually a guy dead on the beach and he was in this like metal tube and he was found with this one device and in the 1930s when this photo was taken they had no idea what the device was but looking back now they realized that the device was actually a cell phone from the 1990s looking just like the same phone that mike had and apparently the metal tube that the guy was found in was actually the same device that he used for the time machine so it looks like it could be mike wait wait a second this guy time traveled then yeah so maybe like what happened was he time traveled back to the 1930s but something went wrong and he died within his like time travel machine. 
You know what I mean? And that's why he was found in a metal tube. And yeah, with his cell phone. The one device he said he would take with him. That's weird. It Especially because in the 1930s, right, they wouldn't know what that is yet. Yeah, so they probably would just look at it and just like, ah, oh, disregard it. Like it's a toy or something. Oh, weird. But now when they look back at the evidence, right, they're like, oh my gosh, that's like a Nokia like cell phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so speaking of crazy news I saw, okay, this is crazy. Do you know the 10-year-old kid who killed his mom for a VR headset? What? Yeah, so last week there was this 10-year-old boy who killed his mom because she refused to buy him an Oculus Quest VR headset. Are you serious? So the 10-year-old boy was in an argument with his mom, like, why can't you get me this headset? So he went to go get the family gun, and he shot her because she refused to get him one. And then the next day after he killed her, he went on her Amazon account and ordered himself an Oculus Quest headset. And then a couple days after killing his mom, he went up to his grandma and confessed like, I'm sorry for killing my mom, but do you happen to know when my VR headset's gonna come in the mail? He literally just asked his grandma that. So did anything happen to the kid? So he currently has a $50,000 bill and he could literally face up to 50 years or more in prison for his crime. This kid was only 10? Yeah. I mean, they're saying, like, if he gets tried as an adult, right. he'd probably face upwards of, like, 50, 60 years. That is crazy. I know. It's just, like, it's so sad that his mind worked that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he didn't get what he wanted, so he just killed his mom. I wonder, like, what trauma he's gone through for him to even have that in his mind. Yeah. For him to have a gun in the house and, like, to know where it is. And, like, and to know how to use it. Yeah, it's really crazy. He's 10. That's scary. There's certain, like, influences, right? Like, obviously, like, movies, right? You see, yeah. like, violence and, like, like, Grand Theft Auto, right? You see, like, right. this crime just happens. Right. And there's no punishment, really. Right. You just get a couple stars on the board. You go to jail and then you get right back out in a span of like 10 seconds. You're back. Like there's no repercussions. And I just feel like it probably messes up people to a certain extent. Yeah, that's I did. True. I did play Grand Theft Auto and I like the game. So <laughs> but hey, I, I ain't going doing what that kid did. Right. Right. OK, so I also brought some crazy stories, some spooky stories like always. You're going to make everyone hate being up at like 10 p.m. watching this yeah so you should always count your grocery bags before you take them in the house why okay so my friend told me this crazy story and there was a family that would always go grocery shopping together and when they would come home they would unload the groceries so they would put some away like put some in the house and then go back out and grab some more okay pretty normal but when they unloaded all the groceries they came back inside and they noticed some of the bags were missing but they just thought like, oh, maybe we just left some at the grocery store. So they just forgot about it. But the next month they went grocery shopping again and the same thing happened. So whenever they would come back from the grocery store, they would notice like a couple bags were always missing. Yeah, now the family started to get really confused, but they just continued to let it go. But over the years, it kept happening every now and then more bags would go missing. And then they decided to remodel the house. So when they were remodeling the house, they tore down the wallpaper and tore down the walls. But inside the walls they found a bunch of empty grocery bags. What do you mean inside the walls? So someone was living in the walls of their house and stealing the groceries for years. So who was living inside the walls then? They don't know. They never found the person. All they found was the empty grocery bags. So let's just retrack here. Yeah. They go to the grocery store. Yeah. They come back home. They have five bags of groceries. They put it inside the house. As they're putting things away, all of a sudden they realize one bag would go missing. So yeah. there would only be four. Right. But they would just think like, oh, maybe we just forgot one at the grocery store. Like they accidentally left it there. So do you think they brought in all five bags first? Then the stranger who was living in the walls took it? Or do you think the stranger would grab it while it was still in the car? You know what I mean? As the family's taking them in one uh -huh. by one. You know, there's still stuff in the car. Right. The stranger would then come outside, go into the trunk, steal one of the bags. It's possible they either did that or they would like put a, they would go inside. Right. The family would bring them inside and then walk back out to get more. If they were already in the house, they would just snag one real quick and then go back to their hiding spot. Because right years would go by and it would happen like every now and then. So they were just grabbing bags, grabbing bags. And it was like free food, right? I've always said this on the podcast. That's one of my biggest fears. One day realizing that someone was living like in your attic or your basement or in your walls right I mean, that's freaky I and mean, yeah i feel like that's a lot of people's biggest fears because that's crazy imagine 
someone for years of your life just living in your house and you have no idea. So I'm going to tell you another crazy story. It's very strange in terms of like the events that happened. It's still Ooh. very unsolved. Ooh, I don't like unsolved ones. Oh my gosh. Do you know about the guy who got killed for singing? Killed for singing like a song? Yeah, so back in the 1990s, there was this really successful singer named Chilino Sanchez and he was had one of the most successful careers. Okay. So when he was younger, before he became a successful singer, he lived in Mexico and basically like his sister one day got attacked by this guy and this really upset Chilino and he wanted to get revenge on his sister sister's attacker so a couple days go by and one night he sees the guy that attacked his sister so Chilino pulls out a gun and shoots the guy and kills him dang so immediately after killing the guy Chilino knew he had to get out of Mexico so he went straight to Los Angeles because he didn't want to get caught so he ended up working as like a car salesman and also like a bus boy so he just got away with that yeah and his dream was always to become a singer so like slowly he started releasing songs and one day like a radio station picked up his song and started playing it all throughout the radio he soon became one of the most popular singers and like he slowly started performing a lot throughout California so time passes by and he's given this opportunity to go to Mexico to have a concert and the concert sells out and everyone's loving it. He's performing super well and all of a sudden the audience hands him this note so he opens up the note and the note says you better stop singing or else we're gonna kill you. Wait what? Yeah so Cholino gets the note crumples it up and he just starts singing. He gives like the best show. He doesn't care about the note and he just continues to have an amazing show and the show ends. He leaves the stage and all of a sudden he gets in his car but all of a sudden the police pull him over and they say like Chilino you need to come with us and it turns out that the police were fake police and they ended up killing him that night. But many people think that the reason why Chilino was killed that night was from the past when he killed his sister's attacker that night. It all came back to him. Dude, that is crazy. So I don't really know the full story, but all I know is just from what I've heard, it's really traumatic, right? I mean, this guy had a successful career. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just taken away from him. And he was trying to get revenge on his sister's attacker. Yeah. And the guy was who attacked his sister did some really horrific stuff. Like, we can't say on YouTube. But oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so there's like another crazy story that I saw. So if you ever find red marker on your body, you need to wash it off immediately. What's wrong with having some red marker on you? So there's this legend in a small town there was a girl and at school this girl always got bullied like she had no friends nobody liked her but there was always this one teacher that loved her and she would let her eat lunch in her classroom so she didn't have to deal with all the bullying and she would let the little girl like draw on the whiteboard because she loved to draw but one day the teacher gifted the girl a pack of her favorite colored markers which was red because the teacher was retiring so now the kid had nowhere to go at lunch so she just kept getting bullied and bullied but one day one of the kids went missing from the school and nobody knew where the kid went. Like they ran searches and nobody found him. But over the next few months, a kid went missing every single month one after another and nobody knew why this was happening but the janitor of the school smelled a really bad smell coming from one of the sheds at the school and he opened it up and it was all the bodies of the kids that went missing over the months and when he started to look at the bodies every single body had a mark with red marker on each of their arms there is no way okay so nobody knew why the kids had red marks on their arms but the only one that was able to figure out who was killing the kids was the teacher because she knew who was a obsessed with red markers so they found all these kids in the shed on the campus yeah so it ended up being the girl that was always getting bullied and each of the kids that went missing were the kids that bullied her and she would secretly mark their arm when they weren't looking with the red marker so she knew who to get dude that is unbelievable That's that is scary, so right? disturbing yes that is scary that is like a horror movie i can't believe that's even a story i can't believe that's real yeah that's a crazy urban legend i'm never using an expo marker again a red expo marker <laughs> red one it's so weird how it's like any any expo marker but the red one so this week i also kind of went down this little rabbit hole of like games you shouldn't try to play like, like the one in the mirror where you yeah like that okay so you should never try to play musical chairs alone what's wrong with playing musical chairs so apparently this is one of the most dangerous 
dangerous games. Like people advise others to never even try this, but all you have to do to play is have a match, a chair, and a recording of the song tiptoe through the tulips. Like you know that super creepy song? Dude, I absolutely hate that song. That is like one of the most horrific songs to exist. So first, you can only play this game between midnight and 3 a.m. And you need to be in a super dark room with no lights and you need to close the door. And then you put the chair in the middle of the room and you hold a match in your hand, but you don't light it yet. Okay. Then you start the recording of Tiptoe Through the Tulips and you walk around the chair six times super slowly. And if the music stops, you sit down as fast as possible and you light the match. And that means you won the game, so you're done. But if the music keeps playing, that means nobody wants to play with you. And this is where it could get really dangerous so if the chair starts to tip over that means you're supposed to run out of the room as fast as possible and never go back in that room ever again by yourself because that means something aggressive was in the room man who in their right mind would play this game yeah so apparently this is like top of the notch like super dangerous and like when you look at the risk level of this game they say it's really high risk of something dangerous happening i feel like any of these games like this like where it involves like weird ghost stuff or like i don't i don't know i just feel like it's really i ain't gonna play none of them definitely not don't play this game. I'm serious. Like, don't play it. I wouldn't even try. And he's not even trying to do, like, reverse psychology. Like, yeah. oh, you shouldn't do this. Honestly, don't try. You know? He means don't do it. I'm just telling you how to do it, but I'm telling you don't do it. Well, you're more saying, like, what people have done. You're yeah. not saying how to do it now. You're just saying, like, how they have done it. Right. Now, it doesn't make it right to do. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, so on to the next game. If you ever see two hopscotch courses, like, next to each other, you should never jump on them. Hopscotch? Yeah, so someone sent me this legend that you should never draw or play two hopscotch courses right next to each other because there was this little boy who had really strict parents. They never let any of his friends come over and they never let him do anything fun. So the only way to do something fun was to sneak out of the house at nighttime so he would play hopscotch by himself in the driveway. But one night, a little girl named Jenny wanted to play with him, so he drew her a course too. And every night after that, he would draw two hopscotch courses because he knew Jenny would probably come play with him. And one night, his parents caught him sneaking out and playing hopscotch. And he said, I'm sorry, I just wanted to play with Jenny. And he started describing who she was and what she looked like. And immediately, the parents grabbed their son and ran him in side and they told him that Jenny was a little girl in their town that went missing and she died 20 years ago. What? Yeah, and apparently all this happened because when you draw two hopscotch courses next to each other, it's actually inviting the dead to play with you. Yeah, well, not playing that one ever. Not, I, dude, I don't even play hopscotch, okay? First of all, growing up <laughs> as a kid, <laughs> I would hope you wouldn't play hopscotch now. Wait, why? What, you got some shame on hopscotch players or something? I guess not. <laughs> I just... I honestly was pretty bad at it. I remember as a kid. That's where you kind of have to like use one leg, right? Or one foot. You just gotta. Right. There goes like one box, two boxes, one box, one box, two box. Like, you know, like you Gosh, go I'm one foot. Myself. I'm exposing myself right now. How's... That doesn't sound very hard. <laughs> okay, so moving on. A couple weeks ago, I talked about like a movie story or like, you know, what I'm talking about, right? Those movie stories. Right, right, right. So I'm gonna do that again today. <gasps> but what's crazy is this one is one of the most, it's like a thriller, it's suspenseful, it's heartwarming, there's drama, there's Jeez. action. It's, a, it's like a, So it's like all the genres in one. Yeah. But this story has one of the worst ratings. What? One of the worst ratings ever. But oh. I think if I tell this story a different way, it could be redeemed. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Do you know the movie about the guy who poisoned all his friends to make them better people? How would poisoning make them better? So the movie starts out with this guy named Jake Foley, and he just found out he has terminal cancer. And Jake is a really wealthy guy. Like, he made a lot of money from being a professional poker player. And the reason why he was so good at poker was because every time when he was younger as a kid, he would always play poker with his childhood friends. Okay. So Jake knows he's going to die from the cancer. So what he wants to do is get all his friends to come together one last time and play like a game of poker together. But before they 
they all come to the house, he gets this poison out of his bag and he fills up vials with this poison. This guy just has poison laying around. Yeah, so he has his friend that's a lawyer invite all his friends to come to the house. So his first friend is named Mikey and he has an issue with alcohol. And his other friend named Alex is actually having an affair with Jake's wife. Wait, Jake's friend is having an affair with Jake's wife. Yeah, and Paul is a crooked politician. So all three of Jake's friends all have some kind of issue that they're hiding from Jake. So they all drive to Jake's house, right? And Mikey gets in the house and all of a sudden you notice Mikey has a gun and he puts it in his pants. And Jake tells all his friends, okay guys, here's a drink for everybody. We're gonna play poker tonight, but just know whoever loses has a serious consequence that I'm not gonna tell you till the very end of the game. So all his friends agree to play this poker game. So they get to the table, they start playing, they're dealing the cards, everyone's having a good time. And then all of a sudden Jake says, let's take a break. I wanna talk to you guys. And he sits them down and he tells them, just so you know, I have just poisoned all you guys. What the? Yeah, so he tells all his friends, look guys, I'm dying of cancer and I'm gonna die soon. But I wanted you guys all to feel what it's like to be dying. So I poisoned you all. And what I want you guys to do is all come clean about the things that you're doing wrong in your life. He basically is trying to tell them, you guys all have to be honest in this moment right now and come clean. So Mikey agrees to go first and he says, look guys, I am actually battling depression and that's why I always carry around the gun with me. And then Paul says, I'm so sorry, Jake. Like I've been dishonest to you. I've been stealing from you all this time. I've been stealing a lot of money. And then Alex goes next and he tells Jake, I'm so sorry. I've been having an affair with your wife and I've been lying to you this whole time. So after all that, all of them are going to die. Well, no, Jake actually reveals them that he didn't fully poison them. He just wanted them to come clean of all the wrongdoings that they're doing to become better people. He tells every single one of them that I'm going to give you guys $25 million each. But before I give you the money, I wanted to make sure that you guys were good people and came clean of all your wrongdoings so that you could now take action and like become better. Okay, that's actually really sad. So unfortunately, Jake passed away a couple weeks later, but he accomplished his goal. All his friends were taken care of and all of them took action to become better people. They try to make changes in their life. So in turn, Jake accomplished the goal and he was able to help all his friends. It's a pretty extreme way to do it, but he did really help them. Yeah, I think the whole thing was that he said that people, when they face death, right, they all of a sudden like want to be honest about everything. So he right. thought if he simulated that for them, that he, they would all come clean and like have, be able to reinvent themselves and like get rid of like, the confessing it was going to fix them. Right. It is really touching though to see like the extent he wanted to go to, right? He, he wanted to make sure he helped his friends in a way that wasn't just leaving them like a financial like Game, wealth, yeah, right? Like right. he wanted to, he knew that each one of them individually were dealing with something and he knew it, right? Yeah. But he thought like in order to really help them, they have to come out and say it themselves. Right. Because I think he would have felt like a sense of guilt if he went to his grave with like he giving them all this money. It's only going to further make them worse. Right. Yeah. Because you get money and you're a bad person. It's only you're only going to do bad with it. Yeah. So he definitely made them better people. Like He prepared them for the, for the money that he was giving them. OK, this next part of the podcast is called Whose Side Are You On? Where Leia talks about a real life story and we have to figure out who's right and who's wrong. So comments if you feel the writer's right or the writer is wrong let us know your opinions on this i think it's really interesting to talk this over in the comments so we look forward to seeing your comments here comes leia Woo, yeah. all right whose side are you on is the writer wrong or right am i wrong for sitting with another girl while watching a movie Ooh. okay are they is he dating someone i 29 male have been with my fiance 28 female for five years we had just purchased a home together in September. My fiance Gigi has a friend Chelsea, 26 female, who she met through work. I would consider them being good friends since Gigi had asked her to be a bridesmaid. However, the last few months Gigi has been cold to Chelsea stating that Chelsea has been talking behind her back and trying to sabotage Gigi's promotion. However, Chelsea is cool and I enjoy talking to her. I don't think she would do this. 
Chelsea and I often talk on Snapchat. We both enjoy working out, watching movies, and have gotten really close. When I've had issues with Gigi, I've turned to Chelsea, who has always listened to me and validated my feelings. Red flag. Chelsea and I decided that we would have a movie day. We planned it weeks in advance, and I mentioned it to Gigi on Friday that Chelsea would come over with drinks on Saturday. Gigi was not very happy, so I did not mention that I had planned it for weeks. The thing about Gigi is that she doesn't drink. Chelsea and I enjoy craft beers, so we both end up bringing craft beers to the house. Gigi was more than welcome to watch movies with us. While we were watching movies, I sat next to Chelsea the entire time. Chelsea had her legs over me, and I had my hands on her legs or what? knee. Oh my gosh. Wait, <laughs> At one point, we both got cold, and I threw a blanket over us. I did fall asleep, as I sometimes do. Gigi at no point told me to move next to her. Instead, she sat at the other couch under a blanket alone. Chelsea eventually went home. I was happy to get to spend time with a friend. <laughs> when we went to go to bed, Gigi accused me of being wrong for, in her words, cuddling with Chelsea while watching movies. Yikes. I am saying we did not cuddle, but simply sat next to each other the whole time. We have been arguing about it for days, and Chelsea doesn't see what went wrong and doesn't think of me being wrong. My friends also agree with me. However, I need an outsider's perspective. Gigi is not talking to me at the moment. Was I wrong? Whose side are you on? Wait. He d didn't he just admit that he cuddled with her? Her legs were on him, wasn't it? Wasn't it her? No, yeah, but he was just saying how, like, they sat next to each other. Obviously, that's not just sitting next to each other. They're, her, like, physically touching each other. Her legs were on his legs, and his hand was on her leg, right? Yeah. Or arm, he says. That's not, not just sitting by someone. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think this is a pretty fast one, and, like, we could settle this. You're wrong, You're dude. wrong, dude. What are you saying? Gosh, poor girl. Beyonce. Gosh. What I wonder is what he thinks is cuddling. <laughs> yeah, you what's know what your mean? definition if of that's... cuddling? <laughs> Comment what if your definition of cuddling is. If that's just sitting for him, bro. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Is the writer wrong or right? I cheated on my wife three years ago. That's already wrong. <laughs> she agreed to forgive me if we opened the marriage, but now I live in agony every day. Oh, gosh. So basically, my wife, 39, found out that I, 41, have been hooking up with a woman I met online who lived two hours away. When the woman visited, we checked into a hotel. This went on for three months, and we had met a handful of times when my wife caught us. Oh, she was waiting in the hotel lobby and saw us coming down from the room. She left me the next day, rightfully so. Good for her. <laughs> we separated for eight months, and then they were terrible on all of us, especially the children, oh, male nine, female seven, and female three. We started talking about getting back together. My wife said that she was sure that I would cheat on her again. We might as well open the marriage. I told her no because I've learned my mistake, but she wouldn't waver. I relented. We decided, but she did not to tell each other the when, where, and with whom. Now, over two years later, we are back to normal on the outside. On the inside, I'm dying a little each day. Every time I see her happy, I wonder if this is just her old bubbly self or if she was thinking of somebody else. She's a very beautiful woman, and I'm sure she has no problems finding men who want her. Whenever she takes a shower after coming home, whenever she rejects my advances, I think that she has been with someone, and that kills me. I have tried to discuss closing the marriage again, but she shuts these attempts very quickly with the divorce card. I don't know how much more I can take. I love my wife, and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. Will she ever stop punishing me? Have you ever forgiven a cheating spouse and stopped punishing them? What's going on in her head? Was I wrong? Whose side are you on? You guys should just get a divorce. I know. 
that it's is just like just, a spiral. Yeah, it just seems like you're at the point. There's no turning back. Like once you, like once you open it, there ain't no closing it. Cause yeah. I mean, he started it, cheated on her, so. Yeah, do better, dude. Yeah, do better. Do better. You're wrong. You're wrong. Get out of here. Go. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go somewhere. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Is the writer wrong or right? Am I wrong for walking out of my birthday dinner after my sister and her boyfriend announced they were getting married? Oh my gosh, that is so <laughs> messed up. Alright, this was a couple weeks ago, but I still think about it. I, 16 female, had my sweet 16 a couple weeks ago. Nothing too crazy in that, but my parents and my extended family came over and we went out to a nice restaurant that my parents had booked. A lot of my family, cousins, and nieces and nephews were there, so it was a lot of people. After we ate dinner and it was time to blow out my candles, my mom insisted I open some of my presents so I don't have to carry them home. My aunties, uncles, and grandparents gave me my presents. After opening their presents and saying thank you in that, my older sister and her boyfriend gave me their present. Inside their box, they gave me a Will You Be My Maid of Honor card on top of the present. I obviously confused looked at them with a weird expression on my face. My mom came over to look at the box as well and she loudly said, You're getting engaged! My sister squealed with excitement and told us all about her proposal and how they're already wedding planning. She said it was the perfect time to announce their engagement since all our family was here. When my sister asked if I was going to say yes, I just nodded and excused myself to the bathroom. No, I didn't go to the bathroom. I ended up walking out and went to a nearby park. A couple hours had passed and my dad pulled over to the curb and told me to get in with him. I expected him to yell at me, but he ended up taking me out for ice cream and we sat at the lake and just talked. When I got home, I saw my cake on the counter and my mom got up and started yelling at me about how I wasted money, wasted my family's time. My sister and her boyfriend came out and told me how mean I am for doing that to them. My sister also ended up saying that my birthday wasn't as important as her wedding and my mother agreed. Oh my gosh. Bro, just do it another day. (laughs) My dad told my sister and her boyfriend, get out, and ended up talking to my mom about how they could have checked with me beforehand instead of announcing it at my birthday. Was I in the wrong? Whose side are you on? Gosh. Take the spotlight another day. Yeah, it's, Goodness, it's so like her birthday, you. bro. Just do it another day. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You could ask for, like, permission first, but still. Just to play the other side, I could, you could argue that maybe at the sister's birthday, family drove in from all over the place, right? And they're all in one place, right? So all the family's there. And the, the sister's like, hey, or the sister's boyfriend it's like, hey, this is a good opportunity to propose because everyone's there, mm-hmm. right? But there are also other ways to do that. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> but I'm just saying yeah, that might be mean. the thought process. Yeah. But they should ask for permission because it's like spoiled her birthday. Yeah. And her dad was so sweet. Good job, dad. Good job, dad. <laughs> so, no, you weren't wrong for getting upset. <laughs> you were not wrong for getting upset. Good for you. <laughs> I hope your, your birthday party next year is better. <laughs> All right, Leia's going to let Daniel read a crazy story now. This is the real life story. All right, Leia's going to come over to my side now. (laughs) So whose side are you on? Am I crazy for thinking my boyfriend's sister is sleeping with him? Oh my gosh. (laughs) What the heck? So a little bit of background. My boyfriend, 23 male, and I, 23 female, have been together for about a year. Me and him don't live together. He lives about 40 minutes away. His sister, 28 female, recently moved close to me. She lives with two other adults now. 
When she lived farther away, we would see her about once a month. I always thought they were close, but now that I see them together more, I started to notice things that seem a little weird. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> also, they are half-siblings, and they have said they were not close growing up. They have had the same mom and did not live in the same household. They're step-siblings. Yeah. <laughs> Great. First, it started off with her always catering to him whenever he would go over. He started taking his clothes over because he loves washing it for him. <laughs> she buys him his favorite snacks and will always make food specially for him when she knows he's on his way. Whenever he's there late, she begs him to sleep over. What? What, <laughs> what, what the heck? Even after on? he says he wants to go home. <laughs> Just let him go home. Just let him go home. Let the guy go. One time, all three of us were watching a movie, and he told me to wake him up after it was over because he was tired, but she insisted I didn't so he could spend the night. It's becoming routine that he sleeps over at least once a week. He goes over to shower multiple times a week now, too. Who goes to another person's house to shower? She even asked if she can cut his nails for him. What? Who would even who even offers that? Okay, edit. I would also like to add that she has another brother, half. It's a half brother, but same mom. A few years older than her, and she does not treat him this way at all. They also love telling a story about a time they went out to eat together and the waiter thought they were a couple. They've told me about three times and hear them tell others too. I don't know if They're this proud of it. <laughs> yeah, why are we? They're testing the waters. See how people like think. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know if this adds anything to it, but it's weird seeing the joy in their face when they tell it. Uh, Whose side are you on? Sister. <laughs> you, you, you gotta get out. Okay? Because his stepsister is, is with him. That is weird. That's cringe. That's so weird. How do you even explain that? Like, this is it. This is it. You know how you explain it? You know how you explain it? The stepsister and the stepbrother are hooking up. Dude, they're, they're like are you a thing. Kidding me? That is weird. That is oh so God. weird. Let or not, that is. Could you imagine? That's that's like Could real life imagine? stepbro. <laughs> <laughs> Why <are> you laughing? <laughs> well, okay. Well, I guess you're not in the wrong, the writer, right? Oh. Like you better get out of there though, because let me tell you something. No matter how close a sibling is, nobody's cutting each other's fingernails. <laughs> all right, let me just put that out there. Yeah, that's going weird. Over to shower like what? How many times a week? Once a week. Or begging him to sleep over. Yeah, begging to sleep over. Bro. When he doesn't even want to. It's on the wall, bro. Like get out. Get, <laughs> get out. out. This is your chance. Listen to us right now. You are screwed. <laughs> get out. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Definitely on the writer's side here. I guess on that note, comment what you guys think. Let us know who you feel is right and who you feel is wrong. If you do think the writer's wrong, I do question your what's going on in your brain. <laughs> Thank you, Leia. Woo, Leia. <laughs> that was good. That was a good who side you want. There were some crazy ones in there, man. That last one. That last one was good. That was gnarly. And you read it. Don't you think you did a pretty good job reading it? Let me know in the comments. Or don't let me know, <laughs> actually. If it's a good comment, let them know. But if it's bad, <laughs> just leave it in your drafts. Leave it in the notes. Okay, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching the podcast. If you made it this far, please hit the subscribe button. It really helps us out a lot. And it keeps you guys updated when we post. Also, hit the like button if this video gets 3,000 likes. 
Yeah, 3,000 likes. We're going to be giving away one of these hot toys to you guys. Also, comment what you guys want us to talk about next week. As you guys saw, we took your guys' ideas from last week, and we talked about it this week. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on TikTok, and we'll see you guys next Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. See you on the TikTok. God bless you guys. See ya. Love ya.